It is once again the worst and best time of the year. Uh, November heralds the beginning of winter, which, if you live where I do, is a very bad thing. Um, but it is also the perfect season to listen to a bunch of black metal. Um, if you are not familiar with black metal, check it out. It's fantastic if you like distant music. Even if you don't, some of the atmospheric stuff is pretty good. Uh, I'm actually slowly turning my wife into a metalhead, and uh, that started because she heard me listening to Panopticon, and she was like, you know what? Like, it is, it is weird and dissonant, but it has, it's beautiful. And um, she slowly started to see the light after listening to Panopticon. She's slowly starting to like heavier and heavier releases, and um, I think that's wonderful. So yeah, if you're not into list, uh, metal... I don't know why you're listening to this, but uh, if you're not, and you are, listen to some Panopticon, and apparently it might convert you into being a metalhead. Um, you could also start with, like, you know, uh, normal bands uh, that people uh, use as a gateway drug, like um, Linkin Park, but no, dive straight into Panopticon, you won't regret it. So, yeah, um, um, November's perfect for black metal, which means that the only genre I listen to in November is black metal. And I listened to quite a few releases that I've not heard before, and one or two that I haven't heard in a very long time. I'm just going to kind of go over all of them kind of in order here, and um, some of them are newer, uh, most of them aren't, and we will go from there. So, uh, first one I listened to, this is actually probably technically the end of October. I listened to it, but it was like October like 30th or something, so I'm going to count it. It's Wayfarer's new album, uh, American Gothic. And honestly, I um I didn't revisit this one, and it's been about a month, so I don't actually remember for sure uh, a lot about this album. But I do remember being kind of surprised by it, so it was kind of billed to me as black metal meets country western and other Americana. And I uh, do not like country music at all, and I generally do not like Americana, and it's just a weird combination. But it worked surprisingly well. Um, they were kind of alternated in between the two styles a lot, where it'd be more black metal, and then it would kind of switch over to kind of like a bluegrassy kind of atmospheric bit. And it worked kind of good. I mean, I, that's kind of what Panopticon does, uh, being that I just talked about them. But, you know, in a little bit different way, it's focusing more on, like, the, like, southern kind of... Um, um, country, and even though I don't like country, this release worked perfectly fine. Actually, I I thought it was gonna be a train wreck, but it was pretty good. So, um, there is limitations to this style. Um, I think probably just because I don't like country a whole lot. There's only so much I can like that fused with something else, and then also the black metal here wasn't like the best black metal ever, even though it was pretty serviceable. But it was unique and interesting, and it worked surprisingly well. So I'll say Wayfarer's new album was um, uh, a success for the most part. Probably give it like a 6 out of 10. Pretty good release on their part. Uh, next off, uh, I'm going to go ahead and butcher their name here. Uh, but I call them Heretor. It's H-E-R-E-T-O-R-I. Or you can just look in the description. So I listened to their new EP and their new album. I have to say that I am a gigantic fan of um, their previous release, which his name is escaping me right now. Let me click on it and have here. Um, 
The Circle. So The Circle from 2017, I love that album. There's actually quite a few tracks from that album that are just in my regular rotation. And, uh, I mean, it's a fantastic album that I love quite a bit. It is an easy 8 out of 10. Uh, if I'm feeling generous on a certain day or just feeling the vibe of it, it can be a 9 out of 10. I love The Circle. I love most of the songs on it. It's a fantastic album. And I have been waiting for a new release from these guys forever. Um, it's been six years, and they um, come out with an EP and an album, and I was so stoked. Um, and I'm, I'm very disappointed. Um, the EP was a little bit better, I think, because it was shorter, and it was closer to the Circle style. So the Circle um, is very much rooted in... It's black metal meets... Um, um, shoegaze, which has been done before, but this is done more like shoegaze is rock and black metal to some extent is kind of rock. And they're like, let's make like a rock album with these elements. It was fast and it was fun. It was engaging. It had some atmospheric bits, but for the most part, it was kind of just like a rock and roll album with a bunch of interesting textures and some added, added, added heaviness to it. And um, I, I really love that sound. It works fantastic on the circle. Wastelands is kind of more of the same with just nothing that really reaches the peak of the circle. And then their actual album, Nightshade, tried to veer more into the atmospheric side of things. So it really kind of slowed stuff down and tried to be epic, but it never felt epic. Um, other um, bands like Mithraimi that aren't even going for that epic atmosphere have made tracks that had uh vast or more epic sound to them than this and this is all this tried to specialize in so i was very disappointed especially after a six-year wait i think night night spire is a significant step down from the circle it's a five out of ten um the ep is probably also five out of ten even though i liked it a little bit better but i neither one of them is really anything special and it makes me sad that this is where we are. I thought that this would be a fantastic release, and it just really wasn't. Um, I don't know how you say this next band, but it's a classic band. I have actually never checked out before. I was going to do more of a discography um, dive on them, but it's um, T-A-A-K-E is the uh, band name, and I listened to their unpronounceable first album from 1999, whatever that one is. Um, and you know what? It's fantastic. Um, I could see, um, like, I'm definitely going to come back to this album. It's basically that, um, I, I mean, you know what it is. It's second wave black metal. It has a good sense of melody. Uh, it varies its riffs. It has a lot of counterpoints that I, I don't know if these people really studied music theory or if they just did this and it worked out nice. For them, you know, but a lot of the second wave black metal has some fantastic, interesting harmonic things going on. It's it's melodic and it riffs and it's fun and it's what I want from a second wave black metal. Um, that's easy eight out of ten. It's fantastic. Um, another unpronounceable band name, MGLA, and um, I've actually listened to this release before. I think this is the only one I have not, or it is the only one I've heard before out of all of these, but it's been an extremely long time, and I wasn't that thrilled with it the first time I listened to it, and this time I get it more, so it's 
kind of, it's a very bleak mid-paced black metal uh with surprisingly uh understandable vocals but it's just like a really withered voice that doesn't have a lot of um it's not very aggressive it just sounds sad and tired and the music is certifiably bleak it's by far the bleakest album i listened to which is why i listened to this stuff in november anyway so it is the perfect album for what i was looking for and what you're looking for if you're going to do nothing but black metal november so yeah um you know it doesn't do anything that is like um it, it doesn't really push the envelope that much but what it does it does well um the atmospherics on this are are really great and this is like another 8 out of 10 would definitely recommend anyone check this out i cheated a little bit so um i saw a review for a band called the lion's daughter and um their album um bathhouse it's supposedly sludge metal meets black metal i was like well if it's black and something maybe i can cheat and pretend this is a black metal release for my nothing but black metal november it's supposed to have like a bunch of horror elements it's supposed to just be like good bun horror album and my god do i hate this album I, I hate this so, so much. Um, I mean, I, 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 I'm obviously exaggerating quite a bit here. I don't, like, completely hate it. But I, I think this is, like, just a complete failure. Um, this doesn't even really sound much like sludge metal to me. Uh, it's more like... Um, it's more like just kind of generic thrash metal with a vocalist that kind of sounds like the Neurosis vocalist, so they're like, oh, hey, we're sludge metal. And, um... Yeah, the vocalist is is fine, but the music is just extremely simple and stupid. And, um, the vocalist... He's, like, kind of the center point, and that's the problem. Like, this is a very vocal-centric album, and he's not that great. And he says a lot of lines that are like just really cringe inducing like i believe in suffering it's just cliche and sad and there's weird parts where he chants which i normally like but it doesn't sound good when he does it and it humorously sounds like he's going plastic 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 in one of the songs i can't tell you which one and that was actually my favorite moment of the album because it was unintentionally hilarious but um and they're like oh it's black and there's not a hint of black metal at all except for the random shoehorn black metal riff that is not even very good that just randomly appears at the start of one song i think there's one or other two times where it turns into black metal but it's not black metal influence at all it just has poorly done black metal that's just thrown into the mix and then it just without warning shifts back into the mid-temple thrash with uh obnoxious vocalists all over again so the, i i dislike this um this is like a three out of ten that do not I, a lot of people like this period i don't know what they're on about this this album sucks and um next one i did um i don't think i know how to say a single band on here's name for sure besides wayfair um it's d-r-u-d-k-h i listened to blood in their wells I've listened to some of their albums before, but I've just never checked out this release. I knew that this was one of, um, you know, their most beloved albums. And I was like, well, hey, now is my chance to go back and listen to Blood in Our Wells. And God, is this good. Like, um, this is probably my favorite release I listened to in the uh, Nothing But Black Metal November. Um, so I only got a chance to listen to it twice. 
I think with subsequent listens, I'll love it even more, but it is like mid-tempo atmospheric black metal with the right amount of folk instruments and instrumentation just added into it. And this is why I love Enslaved. Enslaved is my favorite band, partially because of the weird prog tendency, partially because the sometimes just foot-stomping black metal, but because of how, more so, how they go ahead and put old um, folk music and they mix it in. And um, it's not an afterthought. It's not like, here's a clean folk section. No, it's it's integrated into the music and it's lovely. And this does a good job of doing the same thing too. There's just a bunch of great moments on here. Or um, There's um, Crazy Leads. It has a great sense of melody. It has uh, just an impeccable atmosphere. And, um, you know, a lot of atmospheric music, I think this is kind of why I, what holds back, even though I liked it quite a bit and would give it like an 8, MGLA's um, Exercises in Futility, the riffs aren't that engaging even if the atmosphere is. The riffs are engaging this and it's atmospheric. Love this album. And, um, and then I did something I've been meaning to do a long time. Um, Let Us Nord is one of my favorite bands of all time. But they have a long and complex discography that just you need to listen to most of their albums multiple times to really get them, and there's a lot of them. So I have not heard all of their material. Um, so I went and I listened to, I've heard the 777 albums before. So I take it back, I guess I've heard some of these other ones, but it's been a long time, I didn't remember anything about them. And I really wanted to just go in and actually dive into these, because that was the problem. They're just so complex and crazy. I listened to them once before. And I was surprised going back in, because they're all completely different, even though they're part of the same trilogy. So um, I'm probably going to go in order here. So 777 Sex is by far the best album of the three, in my opinion. It's the first one. I think it's the best one. Um, it's kind of like the work which transforms God. It has a lot of that industrial vibe to it. Um, um, and it's kind of starting to get into the insane disharmium or, um, even dies solitus my, um, I actually can pronounce that cause I can read lat. Um, but it, it's kind of getting into the, that weird, completely enharmonic sound that only blood Os Nord can really excel at. They're starting to tap into that while still having the just cold, bleak atmosphere of the work, which transforms God. And especially 4, which is just like a completely slow industrial thing that starts out and it just morphs into this alien monstrosity. Um, there's t- tons of time signature changes and tempo shifts, and there's, there's disturbing chanting, which is actually done well. Withered vocals, um, unexpected alien soundscapes in a cold, uncaring atmosphere that is, it's perfect. It's, I mean, it's not perfect, but it's very, very good. This is an 8 out of 10. Uh, listening to it more times, this might be a 9 out of 10. I really, really love 777 Sex. It has just this great, bleak atmosphere, and it holds no Now, 777 Desanctification it leaned more into the even more into the industrial vibe and the kind of slow it's it's closer to industrial metal with black metal vocals than it is to black metal and i like the fusion of the industrial and black metal in 777 sex in desanctification i think they leaned too far into it and 
it is a really well-constructed piece of music, but it just does not work for me. It's missing something that sex has, and I'm sorry, uh, it, it, it loses a lot for me. So this is like a 5 out of 10. It just, it just does not work very well. I gave it several listens, and I actually can't remember a lot of moments from it, even though I did recently listen to it. So that's kind of the sign to me that it wasn't bad, but it was forgettable. And then 777 Cos Cosmosophy is a very interesting album. I would have never expected Blood Oss Nord to come out with this, but it is barely black metal, actually. So it's uh, mostly clean vocals that are actually strangely anthematic. And there's some harsh vocals, but you have to almost be paying attention to listen to them. Like, you could have this on in the background and not even really notice that there's harsh vocals in this. Um, the just, the tremolo picking, the strange time, I mean, there's still strange time signatures, but like the angular guitar playing, the really messed up um, um, guitar parts, just the, the crazy dissonance is mostly missing and it kind of just leans more into um the epic atmosphere the triumphant atmosphere that blood osnord can frequently um conjure up i forgot to mention this but sex has that too so it'll have this bleak cold atmosphere and then it'll have this absolutely insane um burst of energy and just have this you know it'll, it'll sound completely messed up and and it'll have these angular riffs that have no harmony whatsoever to them, it sounds like. And then suddenly it will shift into this kind of epic, just foot-stomping, triumphant riff out of nowhere. And it feels even more grand because it was just before something so bleak. Cosmophily is basically, what if we had, um, it's not all grand, but what if we had a lot of grand moments? And then we didn't have anything that was really that um bleak or anything beforehand it's the most it's a pretty uplifting album um i know it is written in a, a minor key but i mean it's it's a bunch of soaring leads a bunch of well you know kind of normal arpeggios and stuff like that and then it just shifts into these grand moments so it's kind of what if we were only epic and uplifting um blood osnord it is a very interesting listen um but i think that those grand moments that Blood Ops Nord are known for really stand out and really make an impression because they were just before something that was just so terrifying sometimes even. And without that, they don't have the same impact even though they are still very well done. They probably have moments that are just as, as good as like... I mean, the work that transforms God, some of my favorite moments are just these... The, it just shifts on its head and then it's suddenly um just uh um it's suddenly an anthem after something so bleak and those those moments in the work that transforms god are my favorite even though they might not be that interesting on their own i feel like that's what's going on in cosmosophy is it's it's not as interesting without the bleakness beforehand and it already took me like a minute to say that, even though it was a pretty easy thing to understand. So sorry about that. But so, I mean, it is a very well-constructed album and I'm going to revisit it. It's not what I wanted for Nothing But Black November because it isn't like bleak and sad and cold like black metal often is. So I think I'll probably revisit this in the spring or summer when it's like more appropriate. 
for now, this is like probably a 6 out of 10. Uh, when I revisit it, maybe I'll like it more. Maybe it'll be a 7 out of 10. But for now, I'm comfortable saying this is a 6 out of 10. And, and with that, that was um, basically all the albums that I did at least like a really, really deep dive into. There was other music I listened to um, during the month. Well, some of the albums I just, um, you know, I didn't um, listen to them fully because they kind of bored me. I'm, I'm not going to name names. Or um, um, I only listened to them once. I don't have that much to say about them. I mean, that's true of The Lion's Daughter, but I do have a lot to say about that. That that terrible. But yeah, that's that's that. That's uh, nothing but Black Knoll November. Um, so hopefully by me doing this, we can uh, try to make this, um, you know, national month and get more people involved in nothing but Black Metal November because it is good for your soul. So uh, join me next year in nothing but Black Knoll Metal November, which is apparently a tongue twister, and I'll see you guys next time.